fucking nerd That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd I like lots of books and computers Cause I am a huge fucking nerd One of a kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses Just like a wrap on a car They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike Yours will be completely unique to you Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a goddamn debate. Greetings and happy Great Conjunction Day. Yeah, I yes, I am a nerd. I know that I'm a nerd, but guys, this is stuff that does not happen very often. Now, they, they do have a con- conjunction every 20 years, but they have not been this close. Jupiter and Saturn have not been this close in over a thousand years, people. That means nobody on planet Earth has ever seen jupiter and saturn this close and they're calling it the great christmas star now i i kind of have a problem with it maybe maybe i shouldn't because they're trying to call this the great christmas star they're trying to compare this to the great uh northern light that that guided the three wise men to find baby jesus to bring him gold and and treasures and stuff i still think that's kind of weird like who decided to put that in the book Hey, we're going to have a brand new baby. And Mary is going to stray outside of her marriage. I mean, if you break this thing down uh, to its basic form, Joseph, who was married to Mary, married to Mary, is a cuckold. Because Joseph seemed like he was cool with it. Joseph was like, oh, okay. God, God impregnated my wife. And I got to be okay with it. I just have to sit in the corner with my penis in my hand, masturbating while God is cuckling my wife. And then to top it off, we're going to have three creepy old dudes bring presents to an infant. I mean, Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator might as well have been hiding behind the crib in the manger and, and, and posing as a donkey or something. Didn't they have, like, donkeys and sheep and, and stuff in there? So what I'm trying to say is, I don't understand why they have to try and compare. Because this is science, people. It's Saturn and Jupiter are going to be so close, it's going to be bright. It is going to be bright. Now, with our luck, we're going to have a lot of cloud cover here, and we're, we're not going to see it. We're not going to see the great conjunction. Uh, and and guys, I please, I'm just making jokes. If you're a religious person, and and I have no problem with that. Like I have nothing against people that believe in God. I mean, that's that's your choice. If that's what you believe in, that is fine. I choose not to believe in it. I do believe in a higher power. I just don't believe in organized religion. Here, I'll I'll give you another example of why I don't agree with organized religion. I was in Walgreens this morning trying to get my mom's prescription. And, and I'm going to check out. And, and I look to the right. And I see that fake-ass, shit-eating grin 
that Joel Osteen has. And this guy's a whore. Like, he is a straight-up whore. I, I have more respect for actual whores, the ones that are having to work the streets for a pimp or something. Yeah, they're just trying to make ends meet. I mean, I have no problem with prostitution. Not, not at all. Because if it's a contract between two consenting adults, I am fine with that. Prostitution should be legal. Now, where you run into problems is uh, the sex trade and underage girls and stuff like that. Yeah, that needs to be cut off. But if an adult, somebody over the age of 18, wants to have sex and wants to do it for money, that is on them. I, I, I have no problem with that. But what I'm trying to say is Joel Osteen is worse than those people. He's a whore. He is selling an inspiration cube. An inspiration cube. And I guess you, I, I, I really didn't even want to touch it. I, di I didn't even want to give it the time of day. But I guess like when you wake up every morning, you hit the button or maybe it gives you one of Joel Osteen's inspirational quotes. And you want to know why Joel Osteen is so inspirational? Because the dude is worth a hundred million dollars. I would be inspirational too. I would tell you all the most inspirational things you'll ever hear if I had a hundred million dollars. Plus, I would be like, oh, these suckers. I'm going to put a bunch of mumbo jumbo on a cube. I'm going to sell it in the cheapest wrapping that I ever can in Walgreens. And listen, Walgreens is a great company. So is CVS. I remember Eckerd. I, that's going way back. Eckerd used to be the joint. But yeah, Joe Osteen has so many sheep following him that they will buy a shitty ass gimmick inspirational cube and 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 bilk even more money out of their congregation his followers i mean the guy has a church uh that his church holds 52,000 people think about that people do you understand what and, and i already talked about this the the pp ppp loans yeah joel Osteen, he's worth 100 million dollars dude got 4.4 million dollars because guess what my congregation can't come to church, so they're not giving money. B.S. You know those people are still giving money. I, I, without a doubt, I know for a fact that they are still giving them money. But think, just one dollar, one dollar, that is $52,000. And then if, if everybody gave two, that's $104,000. So, and you know they're giving way more. Because that's the thing about church. You try to show out, you know, uh, envy, greed. I thought, I thought that was one of the original sins, greed. And this, this uh, snakes oil, oil salesman, Joel Osteen, is going to sell an inspirational cube? <laughs> it, the, I mean, it, it might as well have been in the seen it on TV section in Walgreens or CVS. Now, I am a sucker for that. I will go to seen on TV section in a CVS or Walgreens every single time that I'm there because I, I like gimmick stuff, but I, there's no way I would never if I and I wouldn't even buy one because I knew that I would know that the money went to. It. But these pastors, these televangelists, I mean, they are nothing but glorified radio hosts because there's a lot of these radio hosts. They are whores as well, too. 
I mean, I'm guilty of it with this podcast, but I, I mean, I'm not putting my logo or my face or anything on a bunch of merchandise. I mean, there's some radio guys. They will, they will make any shirt. They don't care how many they sell. They're just going to make something that is like current. And they'll be like, oh, if I could sell 20, 25 of these, oh, it would definitely be worth it. They'll put their names on anything. Put their names on rings, neck gaiters, uh, whatever it may be. T-shirts. And I'm not talking about anybody in particular, but yes, these radio people will whore out their brand, their name, their image, and they'll slap it on anything. They will slap their shit on any goddamn thing if they can make a buck out of it. And it's always going to be that way. So what I'm trying to say is, people, and, and, and I digress in a roundabout way, what I'm trying to say is I do not hate people that believe in God. I, that's your thing. Good for you. Because the Christians that, that worship on their own and live by what they read in the Bible and the ones that don't go to church, for the most part, those are really good people. They might be a little judgmental, but they're not going out. They're not committing crimes. They're, they're not hurting people. It's these organized religion people. So what I'm trying to say is if you're offended, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't judge you on your beliefs, but I, I mean, I hope you can respect my opinion on stuff. I know a lot of people are going to get mad because I called Joseph a cuckold. Like, the only thing that would make that story better is if God was black. Could you imagine that type of tape? I mean, it would be bigger than Hogan, Bubba, Heather sex tapes. If you had a sex tape of God about to take care of Mary with this thermos penis, and then Joseph is like, hey, uh, hey, God, God, you need anything? Oh, you don't? Well, if you need me, I'm going to be in my office. And then Joseph walks to his office. And then God lays down the pipe. And then come to find out, Mary, Mary's not on the birth control. Mary went raw dog. Let God raw dog. Because I, I, I think that might have been like a, a setup thing. Because I, I don't see God as the dating person. I mean, God just comes in and takes it. He is a dumb bull. and God got that ass, God bred Mary, and Joseph was fine with it. So no, they don't talk about that in the Bible, do they? I mean, why, why don't they talk about that in the Bible? I mean, because they put the things in there that they want you to hear. They are controlling the narrative. So if you've been following my radio career, you know that I am a big-time movie guy. I love movies. One of my favorite things is going to the cinema, going to the movie theater. And I haven't been to see a movie since Bad Boys for Life came out, Bad Boys 3. That was the last time that I've been to the movie theater. And, and you know, after a while, you don't even think about it. But... You know, they're going to start releasing a lot of movies on demand straight to digital copies that you'll be able to get. Warner Brothers, they're going to be releasing all their new pictures online. And a lot of the movie theaters are absolutely pissed about it. From what I'm reading is that a lot of the movie theaters, they're going to try to 
undercut Warner Brothers, so they're really not going to make any money at all when it comes to uh, their online ticket sales. Because, like, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman came out. I, I don't know if it's out yet. It could be. But they're going to release it in the movie theaters as well as on demand at your house. So the movie theaters are really, really pissed off, and, and I don't blame them. But right now, people are not wanting to go to movie theaters. But a movie that recently came out is Tenet. Now, this was supposed to be the movie. This was supposed to be the movie that was supposed to save the movie theater industry. Everybody was going to come back for it. And I ended up watching it yesterday. I didn't even finish the whole thing. But I, the movie is really, really long. It is long. Most of Christopher Nolan's movies are really, really long. But my God, man, I think he tried to get too cute with this movie. I loved Inception. Inception was an amazing movie. I thought Leo was amazing in it. I thought everybody was great. That was a great concept. The Batman movies. The Batman movies were fantastic. In DC, besides, besides the Dark Knight movies, with Christian Bale, uh, the DC Universe has just been god-awful. It's been shit. So Christopher Nolan was able to do that for DC. Uh, Justice League, eh, not so much. Batman versus Superman, eh, once again a gimmick. But I will give Christopher Nolan credit. Memento. Memento is one of the first movies that I had ever thought of uh, when it comes to Christopher Nolan. It was one of the first ones that I ever seen. And the reason I bring up Memento is that why is it that Christopher Nolan tries to do these movies in reverse? Everybody was talking about Memento because the movie was basically in reverse. The guy could not remember things, so he would, he would have his body tattooed and everything was in reverse. And this Tenet movie was in reverse. It just seemed like he was trying to go too sci-fi. I know a lot of nerds loved it. I thought Denzel's son was amazing in it. I liked him in Black Klansman as well. He's going to be a great actor. And, and this kind of correlates to my topic yesterday about sons having to live in their father's shadows. And you can't deny Denzel is one of the biggest actors of all time. Dude is amazing. I think he could have won the Academy Award before Training Day. It was like Training Day, Denzel had been screwed over so many times that they're like, oh, let's, let's give it to him for Training Day. I mean, it was great in Training Day, but it, it's not his best role. Just like Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio won it for The Revenant when we all know he should have won it for Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street was a better movie. But back to Tenet. It, the, the whole gimmick of everything being backwards, it just looked weird. And the movie was way too confusing. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Interstellar, the Matthew McConaughey one. Another great movie. Dunkirk was great. And I, I keep bringing up gimmicks, but Christopher Nolan does use gimmicks. Have you ever noticed when a Christopher Nolan movie comes out, the first trailer, they give you just enough to pique your interest. And, and maybe they're doing the right thing with it because nobody knew what Tenet was about until a, about a couple of months before the movie came out. So what I'm trying to say is that these directors just give us a good movie. 
You know, I, I talked about M. Night Shyamalan last week. I think he was working off of a gimmick with that twist ending because for a while there, all of his movies had a twist ending. Uh, I'm not telling you not to watch Tenet, but I was, I was highly disappointed, especially with all the hype that Tenet was getting. This is the movie that's going to save the movie theater. And I don't, uh, and a lot of people wanted to blame it on, well, people aren't going to the movie theaters. That's why I didn't make a lot of money. Now, I, I think word of mouth got around. And I would love to have Eric Weber on the show. And I'd like to hear from you. Leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. You can leave me an email, tuttle at gmail.com. Uh, if you listen to me when I used to do the after show at the BRN, we used to have Eric Weber on every Thursday or Friday. I, I, I don't remember exactly the time. And he used to come on all the time. And I've been trying to get him on the Tuttle Daily Podcast, but for some reason, I just, I can't hammer him down. I cannot get him to commit to coming on this podcast because I, I think it'll be great. And I think that Eric is scared that I don't have the equipment and, and I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to go on a podcast that sounds crappy, but uh, this podcast sounds good for what I'm working with, the tools, the equipment. I think my show sounds better than a lot of podcasts that are out there that have thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment. So I, I really don't know what the problem is. I, I like Eric Weber a lot. We talk on the phone, but I just cannot get him to commit to coming on and start doing a movie reviews on a regular basis. Going to take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer. You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Before I get into my next topic, I got two things I want to promote. Make sure you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. While you're there, make sure you subscribe. And while you're there, this is very important. Hit that bell button. A lot of people don't hit that bell button because when you hit that bell button, what it's going to do is it's going to alert you anytime that I upload any new content or I go live. You're going to get the alert. You're not going to miss it. And even if you do miss it, it's going to be archived at youtube.com slash Tuttle. Also, if you get a chance, you want to get involved, you want to discuss the show, you want to you want to find people that are also like-minded and support the Tuttle Daily Podcast, go to my Reddit page. I have a Reddit forum, my buddy Jason, who created Tuttle.net. Thanks, Jason. I, I think I'm going to be in Tampa next week. I'm going to have to get with him 
and and set up because I I've never met Jason in person and he was kind enough to make Tuttle.net. So go to my Reddit form, just search, uh, well, go to reddit.com, search the Tuttle Daily Podcast and make sure you join. You can talk about what's going on in your life. Maybe you found an interesting news story or you just want to say that I suck or you want to mark out to me. Go to reddit.com, search the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I was reading this news story the other day, and and I know my opinions, my commentary on this is going to it's going to be taken as being insensitive. But please hear me out. I'm not trying to shock jock you. I'm not trying to be offensive or polarizing on purpose, but this is the way that I feel. And and you guys need to hear me out on this. okay? Uh, CBS, they're coming out with a remake of The Stand by Stephen King. Uh, and this this is another case. So it was talking about movies before the break. Uh, I, I I think that the movie industry is getting a little lazy. They are running out of ideas because how many of these Stephen King books, movies have been remade? Didn't they just redo the it? And not only did they redo the it, they kind of gave you a big double bird finger right to your face. And they said, guess what? We're going to make you pay double for it because we're going to make this a two-part mother effing movie. So now they're remaking The Stand. But the reason I wanted to talk about The Stand, and this happens a lot. It really does. Uh, there's been some movie roles that the, the character was transgender. And they didn't hire a transgender actor to play that role. Now, I I get it. If you wanted it to be real, I see, yeah, get a transgender person because they've lived it. They've experienced it in the real world. And they're going to bring that authenticity to the role when they play it. But the CBS stand, I guess, because I, I haven't seen the original stand in a really, really long time. Because it's like an end of the world type thing, good versus evil. But there is a deaf character on the show. And they are getting all types of backlash for this. CBS's The Stand series faces boycott for casting hearing actor in a deaf role. Now, this works both ways, people. If you're a deaf person... Would you, would you want to know, would you want to know the only reason you got the role was because you were deaf, not because you were the better actor, just because you were deaf. Now, I mean, aren't they hiring actors? Shouldn't you hire the best actor to play the role, even if the person is deaf or not? It's time for industry professionals to create opportunities for deaf talent members of Hollywood's deaf community write in a statement. Now, I don't, I don't want you guys to think I'm being insensitive because I, I do think people with handicaps or disabilities or, or different races, they miss out on things because of who they are or, or their disabilities or, or their sexual preferences. Yes, it does happen. It does happen. And that's wrong. But I, I don't understand why people, especially uh, the deaf community, because I guarantee you, just what, like any other nonprofit or, or organization, uh, they don't get taxed. They don't get taxed at all. 
And they just look for reasons. They look for reasons to be upset to get their name out there. Members of Hollywood's deaf community are boycotting the stand after a hearing actor was cast to play a deaf character in the CBS's all-access limited series, The Stand. On Thursday, December 17th, the day the series based on Stephen King's 1978 novel premiered, a statement was posted to Twitter signed by 70 deaf professionals who protested the show's lack of deaf representation after hearing actor actor Henry Zaga was picked to play the deaf character after uh to play the deaf character Nick Andrews. Dubbed we stand against the stand. Oh, how creative. The statement asserts that not one deaf professional actor was called into the audition for the role and pledges not to endorse, watch, or support the miniseries. Well, guess what, people? You guys now are given all the free publicity that the stand ever could pay for. Zaga discussed playing a character with disabilities with the, the rap last week prior to the statement that was released on Thursday. All we can do is play the character as respectfully and honorably as possible by doing all the homework we can, by pinning our hearts into it and truly trying to understand how the situation would really play out. I went through years of learning ASL every single day for over two hours a day, he added. It's tough work, but it's also like if you think it's available within your heart, you know to portray this character, you better do a good job. A person with knowledge of the situation said CBS All Access is meeting later with a group that released a statement later today. So is CBS going to cave or or are they going to stand by their guns? Because if they cave, they're going to look guilty as hell. They're going to look like, yeah, we did not take any of these deaf actors seriously or he told them not to bother to even show up. Uh, but there, there's been some movies, people. There have been some movies that have had deaf actors in them. I mean, the biggest one that comes to uh, off the top of my head is Marley, Marley Matlin. Marley Matlin became one of the youngest people to win uh, a Best Actress award uh, for uh, the Oscars uh, in the movie Children of a Lesser God. And if you want to go even more recent, the girl uh, on A Quiet Place, the, the deaf girl on the John Krasinski, Emily Blunt film, Melissa's, Melissa Sent, Simmons, she played an amazing part in that movie. So let's not act like Hollywood does not try to cast handicapped actors in roles that fit them, that are the same as their handicap. But I mean, like I said, I, I've always been a very empathetic person. I can always put myself in, in another person's shoes, but I don't have a disability. So my opinion really, really doesn't count, but my opinion is my opinion. And what I'm trying to say is if I was deaf, which I'm not, so I don't know how it really, really feels, I would want to know that I got the role because I was the better actor not because I happen to have a disability. Because just like that guy said, the guy that got picked for the role in the stand, the guy busted his ass. He learned ASL, American Sign Language. And I was learning a lot of it. I, I've talked about my, my good friend Daniel. Daniel, who was a neighbor here. 
And it's tough. It really is tough. People do not think about how much work goes into it. You you can't take phone calls. I've been with uh, Daniel whenever he had to talk to somebody, and he's got to use this service. He's got to use this service where uh, they video time, and the one person talks to the the hearing person and then uh, does ASL so Daniel can see it and be able to reply. And, yeah, that sucks. It, it is difficult. It really, really is. But Daniel, Daniel, I know him. He's the type of guy that want, would want to get a job on merit, not just because he was handicapped, uh, because he was deaf. So I, I really do think that people are looking for any reason to complain. And it's also not fair to the actor that has spent all of his life becoming an actor, going to school, training, honing his craft, and even went one step further and spent years trying to learn ASL just for this role. And now, like, people are looking at him like, oh, that's the guy that took a role from a deaf person. No, that's a guy that was understanding and, and learned ASL. I mean, he could have easily gotten up there and, and just did a whole bunch of hand movements and acted, acted like it was ASL. So you really can't be mad at the studio because they hired somebody that wanted to make it authentic. And I'm tired of people just looking for reasons to be offended. I mean, yes, the world is tough. The world is unfair. You know, like I have a disability and, and I'm not saying my disability is anything worse or is as bad as not being able to hear or not being able to see or not being able to walk. I mean, I, I've dealt with mental illness all my life. So, yeah, I don't I don't make any excuses. I, I do bring it up. A lot of people are like, oh, you, you're blaming just because you got Baker acted because you tried to commit suicide and you got fired. No, I I got fired because. I wasn't able to control or handle my personality, and I was out of control. I was. But I didn't complain. I didn't try to turn around and sue. And I, I know that the deaf community is not trying to sue the creators of The Stand or CBS, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw it in the future. Uh, in closing, I, I do agree that there needs to be equal rights. People with disabilities get discriminated, discriminated all the time, and it's not fair. I mean, look, look at Jana Banana. Uh, Jana, I've done a lot of stuff for her. You remember her from the Phillips file. Uh, she went in to work every single day. This woman, Jana, gets in her car, it gets her in her chair, has a special car to be able to drive with and stuff. I never once heard Jana make excuses, or I should get this because I'm a para, or a, not a quadriplegic, but a paraplegic. So there are just some people, but like I said, it all comes back to people just want to be offended. going to take a quick break. going to wrap up the show. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. <laughs> From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. 
Pedals Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Last segment of the day. I wanted to talk about something. And I know a lot of people are are fighting, fighting joining TikTok. And I get it. A lot of people think that TikTok is made by the Chinese government and they're spying on you. I know a lot of military people, they're they're not even allowed to have TikTok on their phones because they're afraid of espionage. But I, I really do like TikTok. I, I do not post a lot of stuff when it comes to TikTok. I, I basically use it to find audio drops, great sound bites, and stuff that I can play on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And I'll agree with you. One of the other complaints is that uh, Longwood, I, I saw Longwood write, if you're on TikTok and you're a grown-ass man, you need to have your hard drive checked. And I get like that. I see where Longwood is coming from because I agree. There are a lot of young women on there. TikTok is not a a playground for older people. There is a lot of older people. Hey, and I'm not talking like old people, like elderly people. I'm talking about if you are like in your mid 30s and definitely over your 40s, they you're going to get some old people hate. It's it's just it. And 40 is really not that old. It's not young, but it's not old. But yes, I'll admit, when I'm scrolling through TikTok, there are some ones I just go right by because I'm like, all right, this chick is right on that edge. Is she old enough or is she young enough? And I, I do my research, but I have gotten a new appreciation for fit women. Now, when I mean fit, I'm not talking like fit. Because the Brits, the the UK people, people in the United Kingdom, they like to use fit. Uh, like, hey, that chick is fit. I know that doesn't sound like a uh, a Cockney accent or anything. I, I don't even try to do accents. But they say fit. Fit as in she's a good-looking woman. But when I what I mean by fit, uh, I'm talking about women that are muscular. Now, there's a point of muscularity. I'm sure that's not even a word, but I these bodybuilding chicks, the ones that you see that get up there in crab pose on stage, most likely taking steroids. No, that's not attractive at all. But I do like the fit chick women. There's this one that I found on TikTok. She's probably mid to late 20s, but she is, she is, she's stacked. She is fit. She is muscular, but not to the point where it's like, all right, she's not feminine. Now, the one thing that did kind of freak me out a little bit, and I I don't understand uh, because I'm not a woman, and I'd like to hear from you women, but she had a surgery done to not take off her breasts, but to reduce them basically down to nothing. Took them down to the nub. 
She still has some, but she thought the the breast meat was getting in the way of her her pectoral definition. Now, this woman is still has feminine quality. And I don't want you guys to think that I'm objectifying women. Yes, women can be strong. Women can be powerful. But why, why get rid of your breasts? I know breasts are not a sexual organ. They're, they're used for feeding your kids. But why would you go and chop off part of your titties? It just doesn't make sense. But, but she's still hot. She is still hot as hell. Now, there, there's also another group of people, and I'll understand this. I know for a fact, if I was, uh, if I was a teacher, there's no way you would get me on TikTok. Matter of fact, if I was a teacher, there's no way you're going to get me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it may be, because some of these women on there, now, they could be acting like they're teachers. Who knows? Maybe they're saying they're teachers to, you know, to work that gimmick. Gimmick is like the key phrase of the day. But this one girl uh, is on there and, and she's hot. She is like a nerd icon to me, but she is a teacher. I think middle school, maybe elementary school, but she's also a gamer. But she is posing in all of these uh, small outfits, ass all hanging out, showing legs. I mean, it's nothing pornographic, but you also got to understand that your students are going to be checking you out because I know for a fact, if I had a hot teacher back in the day and I, and we had TikTok back then, and I knew she was on TikTok, you bet your ass, I'm going to be checking that stuff out. And, and also the other thing about this, and I'm not making fun of her because she, she is still hot. But she she has a disability. Another key phrase that I've been using today. She has a glass eye. She pulled her glass eye out during one of her TikToks and was explaining. She, she lost, I think, right eye. Lost her right eye because when she was a kid playing around, she got her eye jabbed out by a broomstick. And the first thing that I thought about, and I don't want you to think that this is immediately what I want to do, because no, it's not. Uh, but I know how people, how sick people are on the World Wide Web. And you pulling your eye out, there has got to be a fetish out there. And I'm serious. There, and I'm, uh, once again, I, I say this all the time. I'm not trying to shock jock. I just know how people think. And you know there are some sickos out there that got turned on when this girl pulled her eye out of her eye socket and showed everybody. And what I mean is there are some people that are into weird orifices. And you can't tell me that there's not people out there that have a fetish and want to make love to somebody's eye socket. It's just, it's how it is. I'm not saying that I would do it. I'm not saying that it would turn me on, but you know that there are some sickos out there like, oh, man, what I would do to her eye socket. Come on, guys. I, I hope you guys aren't that gullible to think that there are not people out there that would want to make love to her empty eye socket. It, it's just going to happen. And I'm sure that's the thing about it. Welcome to the life of a content provider 
or somebody that's been working on the radio. Because no matter how careful you are, you're going to say something. Because there's, there's a lot of new people that I know and I've met during this year that might, by chance, listen to this podcast and be like, oh my God, what type of person is Tuttle? And it's not like I'm sick, perverted, or twisted. It's just I'm real. I am real. I talk about things that other people are most likely thinking. And there's a bunch of sickos. And, and you got to think about these things. Because I'm sure this chick's DMs were loaded with people that were in to empty eye sockets. It's just, it is how it is, people. You know, I, I was having a great show, trying to keep it positive and stuff, and I end up in the dumpster. I end up in the gutter. I don't know why I do it. Maybe I'm just a bad person, but I want to thank everybody that listened and checked out today's podcast. Make sure you go to my website, Tuttle.net. You'll be able to find every single thing about me online. My whole online footprint can be found at Tuttle.net. I want to thank all of you guys. I know a lot of people probably aren't going to be listening to a podcast or podcasting in general because everybody's busy. These next two weeks until the end of the year, everybody is going to be so slammed. So make sure, even if you don't get to check it out daily, just know that the Tuttle Daily Podcast is there for you to catch up on. My whole archive is available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio app, as well as 315live.com. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show, and I will talk to you tomorrow. for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out Vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by StitchYouUp.com PocketPairClub.com Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? concerns or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead Tuttle at gmail.com that's Tuttle with two d's at gmail.com to follow all of Tuttle's social media go to Tuttle.net thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast hey yo Terry fuck going on